This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Good Risings. I'm Jackie. And I'm Brian. And this is Grateful Grains. Welcome back. We are on day three of our week delving into the power of vulnerability. You recall Monday, we explored the importance of connection. Yesterday, we discussed the primary causes of disconnection, those two big things standing in the way of our authenticity, which are fear and shame. Today's discussion takes the conversation a step further. But before we begin, I want to reiterate the difference between shame and guilt. You may recall yesterday's conversation. We cited qualitative researcher Brene Brown's fantastic and simple definition, which is that guilt says, I'm sorry I made a mistake. Shame says, I'm sorry I am a mistake. For people who have narratives of shame unfolding in their minds, whether consciously or subconsciously, vulnerability can feel like the worst idea on the planet because it exposes us. The fear is that other people will find out we're as bad or broken as we believe we are. Today's topic is all about how that fear and shame can materialize into behaviors tailored specifically to stop us from feeling vulnerable. Today, we're talking about numbing vulnerability. We're gonna be drawing from Brene Brown again today because she really is at the forefront of these conversations on human connection and shame. She asserts that you can't selectively numb emotion. And what that means is that we can't look inward and say, here's the bad stuff, here's the vulnerability, here's the grief, here's the shame, here's fear, here's disappointment. I don't wanna feel these. And so we set out to push those aspects of life to the side, we attempt to numb those feelings, but you can't numb those hard feelings without also numbing the other affects or emotions. So we end up numbing joy and gratitude and happiness, and then we're miserable and we're looking for purpose and meaning, and then we suddenly feel vulnerable, so we resort to those numbing practices again. Right, and that makes perfect sense. If you think about alcohol, for example, as a means of numbing feeling vulnerable, yes, liquid courage will erase the fear of vulnerability, but in erasing that vulnerability, we're not presently connecting with the world around us. We are, by definition, a dim version of ourselves. Alcohol is one of the main ways people escape presence. And beyond the act of drinking itself, you have to remember what the repercussions are once you're sober again. Heightened anxiety, depression, feelings of regret, and it often exacerbates those shame spirals. I can certainly attest to this one. As my anxiety would escalate, I drink more in social settings to suppress it. And then my anxiety would be through the roof the following day. It's a self-perpetuating cycle. Luckily, I was able to bring some awareness to the issue, but it's really all about mindfulness, being aware of my subconscious mechanisms and really pursuing a more joyful life in meaningful ways through community, through purpose, through fitness, and through nutrition. As we recenter on a more solid foundation, it's so much easier to arrive at connection with awareness rather than with a dulled version of ourselves. But the point here is that even in our messiest moments, even if we fall short of our expectations, we have to forgive ourselves. We have to recognize that everyone is struggling in their own ways. And we have to detach from the shame spirals rather than try to numb them. Exactly. We have to forgive ourselves of the messiness while we do the work. The most rewarding things in life don't come easily. 
but we're going to talk more about how to overcome fear and shame later this week. Let's wrap up today with some other ways people numb vulnerability. We numb with certainty. Uncertainty is vulnerability. We make everything that's uncertain certain, from faith to politics to social conversations to raising our children. We attempt to be unwavering in our position because wavering looks and feels like a flaw in our composition. Blame is another way to discharge pain and discomfort because accepting fault is vulnerability. We also practice perfection, which we discussed a bit yesterday. This form of numbing has a setting out to present a perfect guise. It manifests as buying clothes or a car or a home for the status it provides, regardless if we can afford it. We undergo surgery to correct what we perceive to be physical flaws, all to avoid outsiders seeing imperfections in us, which we perceive to be weakness. Brene Brown makes the observation that the proof of numbing is all around us. It's observable in that we're the most in-debt, obese, addicted, and medicated adult cohort in history. But she provides a light at the end of the tunnel. After six years researching shame and human connection, after hearing thousands of stories, conducting hundreds of long interviews and focus groups, and analyzing thousands of pieces of data, Brene discovered that just one attribute separated those who were fulfilled and felt a strong sense of love and belonging from those who felt disconnected and alone. And it was simply a sense of worthiness. Exactly. In those countless stories, she discovered that important through line. People who had a strong sense of love and belonging simply believed they were worthy of it. And that's what we're going to be talking about tomorrow. How a sense of worthiness influences our ability to be authentic, thus vulnerable, thus connected. Remember, we love hearing from you. If you'd like to share, we welcome you to comment or message us through the Good Risings Instagram page at Good Risings. And you can find me at B McMuffin. And you can find me at Jacqueline M. Wood underscore one. Thanks for listening to Grateful Grains. If you're enjoying Good Risings, show us some love with a good review. We'll see you again tomorrow for day four of our week on the power of vulnerability. Until then, remember, a better tomorrow starts with today. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.